Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Nobody's bluffing with their muffin around these parts. 101, Domino, Cellini. Man, you're a fly one there, my man. Thank you, Billy Devaney. The fan 680 and 93.7 FM. It's our ex-platform question of the day. What's your favorite song or movie about gambling with Dan Campbell doing what he did all year, gambling, and finally it cost him yesterday in that NFC Championship game loss. I know you were on Friday. We talked a little bit about the rules for players who are playing in this game and how far away they are. They're really keeping them away from the strip. What, 35 miles away from 25, the strip? 25, and I think the other one is like 30. So, yeah, they're, they're pretty far from the strip. Kyle Brandt of the NFL Network, you hear what he said? He's an employee of the NFL. He can't go into a casino. I didn't realize it went that far, and I quote, um, being held in Vegas isn't going to be all it's cracked up to be for sports media members who work for the NFL. They're not allowed to go in there. He said, could I maybe pull a slot machine? He said, why would I even? It's not worth the risk. Right. His point is somebody is going to get in trouble. Listen, here's the somebody, thing. Somebody that's not supposed to be doing something sure. that's going to be in a sports book. Somebody will make, if not a headline, page six, where you go, oh, that didn't go well. You're there for a week, maybe even less than a week. You can always come back to Vegas. Don't put your don't put your no, career, no, no, no doubt. your job in jeopardy. But did you know that the NFL Network guys would have been told, go, don't go in there and no. bet? I wouldn't is have that, Is that extreme? Maybe so, but you work for the NFL and you can't be in there. And That's that. Right. So don't do anything dumb. No. Someone will, like you said, but for the most part, they won't. Uh, Chuck and Chernoff going to celebrate the return of golf and the start of golf season with the opening round of the Pebble Beach Pro-Am Tournament from Fire Maker Brewery. And that is happening uh, this upcoming Thursday, February the 1st. That's uh, tomorrow. Nine, no, it's not. 975 Chattahoochee Avenue in West Atlanta. Firemaker Brewery. Going to have golf prizes, including free rounds of golf, 680 the fan t-shirts, other golf items, 2 and 6. Those are the hours there at Firemaker on Thursday, celebrating the opening round of the Pebble Beach Pro-Am. Handsome Dan, is that how it's written? No, I, just... I ad-libbed a little bit okay. there. I... Went off on my own, Chris. I need to ask you, because it became a very big topic of conversation at some point. The games are the most important thing. Greg Olson, maybe his last game. I think him and Burkhardt are a really good booth. Yeah. I, I'm going to say something even more controversial. Yeah. I, think, I think Tony Romo wasn't bad yesterday. Oh. He confused us a little bit with the fumble thing, fumble in the game, and what's more important and everything else. I don't the ball is very important, especially now. I understand what he's saying. Yeah, yeah, I do too. Turnovers are always important, but in a game of this magnitude, you've yes. got to be more right. responsible right. with the football. Do you believe Brady is all in, him and Burkhart? Because I don't think Brady's doing it long. I don't. It's easy money. I don't know what he needs. I'm 45 years old, man. Yeah, he's got crap going on. There's a lot of shit going on. So if you're... <laughs> so if you're I guess my point is, if you're Greg Olson, do you take the number two spot and wait for Brady to yes. go away? Yeah, like, you I'm sure he's going to be offered something else, whatever his contract go? is. What's that? Where's he going to go? You know, it's a little bit tougher. Right. Those jobs are number one. Now, I will say this. Collinsworth is 65. What if What if NBC called and said, you know, we're thinking about this. Collinsworth, yeah. Would you take the Sunday night? Um, yeah. That I think I would do. I, I would not mind working with Mike Tirico. Yeah, that I would do. My bias to my opinion, mm -hmm. yes. He's a friend of the show. Yeah. But he said he will take the number two slot if that's what happens at Fox. Brady's not doing it for more than two years. 
He's just not. And by the way, what's going on with him owning a team? He can't be in the booth if he owns part of the Raiders, can he? Is he going to stay with the Raider ownership? I I don't know. I would think that if he's going to commit to Fox, he's going to have to give that up. Yeah, or if he says, I want to be an owner, you got to get the hell out of the booth. Speaking of the Raiders, do you see where the Chiefs are training? I did. With the Raiders in their facility. Oh, we hate them. I'll say this. I'm surprised Mark Davis let this happen because Al Davis, I don't care what you offered him as the league. There was no way Kansas City was going to train at their facility. It's a rule. Tell Al Davis that. He's dead. What am I going to do? What are you going to be? He may crawl out of the grave now that he knows this. So like a zombie, <laughs> you see, over my undead body. Yeah, what, what, is he going to think that Hank Stram is still coaching the Chiefs? I mean... You know how Davis was wired. I, I know. Sorry, it says, AFC team... I know. ...gets that locker room. Deal with it. What's Mark Davis going to do? going to rise up and all of a sudden he's going to... I mean, that haircut of his, he's going to come out and say, no, it's if not, he was like his over father. my father's dead body. If he it's was not like, like his father. No, apparently not. Because it's happening. It's the reality of the situation now in the NFL. And speaking of uh, Vegas, I don't know what that line is going to end up at, but it moved mm-hmm. a point and a half overnight. It started at two and a half. The Niners are two and a half point favorites, and it's now down to one. Patrick Holmes just won in two buildings. Everybody said, what's he going to do? You're going to make him an underdog the third time? That seems dumb. How many people won money just because they said, I'll bet Patrick Mahomes? I'm not betting anything else. I'm not betting Kelsey. I'm not betting Pacheco. I'm not betting anything. I'm betting Patrick Mahomes. Why is he going to lose when he's an underdog? Well, apparently the general public feels the same because the early money, because of the line swing, is on Kansas City. So I guess we're still rooting against Shanahan collectively? Yeah, I guess. I, I mean, mean, big picture, right? That's still... yeah. I mean, yesterday, I mean, we are the show of honesty, right? Yeah, I was pulling for Detroit. I was pulling for Detroit, and I was pulling for Kansas City because I can never root for the Baltimore Ravens. Oh, that's right. Because they were the old Browns. That's right. I still don't understand when it first happened Mm -hmm. how a city like Baltimore that had a team stolen from them in the middle of the night could cheer like that. You're going to let that go. No, I will not. That's why you do it. I will not, sir. That's why you do it. I hold a grudge. They understood how the process worked in the dark of night. Getting a franchise. My son said, why Why are you rooting so hard for Kansas City? I said, you don't understand, son. We've gone over this before, but you're young and you're dumb. I said, I would rather plunge a knife into my stomach oh than my ever, goodness. ever, ever root for the Baltimore yeah. Ravens under any circumstance. You do know Modell is gone. I don't care. He's dead, too. I don't care. I really enjoyed seeing let Lamar that go. Jackson fumble and throwing that interception. you got to let that go. And Legereus Sneed. What a play. That's a great play. Sure is. I mean, you, you can talk all you want about the Baltimore receiver fumbling, and, and rightfully so. Well, how about the fact that they said, but, well, but, he had he had two hands on it, so we're okay with it. No, you're not. It's a fumble at the end, so but I, nobody's I get, okay with it. I get what he was trying to do, but like I said, the Kansas City defensive back's knee just made a great play there. But going back to the San Francisco game, Brock Purdy comes through when it mattered the most. Here's Kyle Shanahan talking about the message to his team at halftime. It's only 17 points. Been a lot of football games where you're down 17 points or starting with the ball. There's plenty of time to come back, plenty of points to come back, but regardless of any of that stuff, we're not going out like this. we got to be a lot more aggressive here in the second half. Well, do you want to know how aggressive they were? Listen to this one. 114 games in NFL history of a team trailing by 17 or more points at halftime of a postseason game. The 49ers became the only one to erase the deficit before the end of the third quarter. 114 times Nobody's actually said, we'll get it all back in the third quarter. They got it all back in the third quarter. 
Dan Campbell helped him. Here's Dan Campbell. Can we play the, uh, Dan Campbell 05? Sure. When you talk about a coach understanding opportunities and how few and far between they might be, no matter how good the future might look for you. This may have been always. Do I think that? No. Do I believe that? No. However, I, I know how hard it is to get here. I, I'm well aware. And it'll be... It's going to be twice as hard to get back to this point next year than it was this year. That's that's the reality. And if we don't have the same hunger and the same work, which is a whole other thing, once we get the offseason, um, then we got no shot of getting back here. I don't care how much better we get or what we add or what we drive. It's irrelevant. Um, it's going to be tough. But in our division, is going to be loaded back up. And... Uh, you know, you're not hiding from anybody anymore. Everybody's going to want a piece of you, which is fine. So it's hard. You want to make the most of every opportunity. And we, we had an opportunity, and we just couldn't close it out. It's, uh, it stinks. Stinks. And you may lose both of your coordinators, but if you believe what you're hearing, you're certainly going to lose your offensive coordinator. And Ben Johnson, it looks like that commander's job is his if he wants it. And why would you not want it? Yeah. Um... Why would I not want it? It's not Carolina, so I'm not going to go with that. New ownership, ownership there, a new approach. You have it. the number yeah. two overall pick. I don't think you're going to have a – you're going to have a boss. First-time guy, you're going to have a boss. As long as you understand what the rules are going in, um, certainly better than it would have been if Daniel Snyder was the guy in charge. Last one very quickly. Um, Andy Reid. Andy Reid talking about just that. Uh, I know a lot of times we're going to say it's Mahomes, and a lot of times we're going to talk about Kelsey. There's a lot of other stuff that goes on in a building. How about the Chiefs? You know, I mean, what a great deal that was. Uh, I thought our guys played hard, aggressive football. Um, it always starts with the offensive and defensive line. They came out, you know, with a purpose here and, and played their hearts out. Pat Mahomes did a great job, again, uh, as he normally does. But starting the game off with 11 completions, straight completions, uh, that's something, something special. And our defense was outstanding. We were able to get a lead, and we were able to maintain that lead and, and did it with, a, with great personality there so as they've done uh, throughout the season but my hat goes out to spags uh to nags and, and to tobe uh, for the jobs that they've done as coordinators putting things together and most of all keeping the hope up right when things weren't maybe going as well steve spagnola is going to be the most underrated guy for the next the defense had in spags we trust t-shirts on and after the game i don't know freezing that t-shirt from when he was with the giants that's right do you think kansas city's ever had a half though where they didn't score in a playoff game probably not they didn't score in the second half. But so yet, Mike McDonald, and again, why Raheem Morris and everything else, Mike McDonald, that second half, Kansas, the Chiefs, for as good as 10 for 10, Kelsey, they didn't have one drop. They didn't have a game this year where they didn't have at least one drop. They caught Slam everything. Again with those nuggies. Yeah, they caught everything. Yet they didn't score in the second Andy half Reed and still won the game. Strikes me as the type of guy that could eat hamburgers all the time and never get tired of eating hamburgers. Like can, he I can, can he can that. eat hamburgers yeah. for breakfast, yes. for lunch, and for dinner, and yes. for snacks. Yes, every single day, three hundred sixty-five days out of the year, and never tire of eating a hamburger. Do you know what's ever? Some, you know what? You know what's the difference between me and him, though. Like if you've ever been to a place, you know, like Lucky's, where they have forty-two burgers to choose from. I believe Andy Reid, probably in the burger world, is going to go all over the place. I go one place, right. put cheddar on it. He, he is more good. adventurous yeah, he's, when he's it comes gonna, to burgers. He's going to have stuff. I, I agree. But I know that life. And it's more than Patrick Mahomes. But Patrick Mahomes is now 14-3 and three in the postseason. He's got 39 touchdown passes and seven interceptions. Six years as a starter, six AFC championship games, four Super Bowl appearances, 
and he's 28. And if he wins with three at 28 on the road, on the road, neutral field, then he's checked all the boxes of, well, what are you going to do in this situation? There's no more situations for nope. him. There's no more situations. There's the, Now, can he maintain? Who knows? Is Kelsey going to maybe retire? I don't know. Uh, are you going to look? Did you see the deal Chris Jones did? You know, yeah, he got, he got a, a million, million bucks. dollar bonus, yeah. Yeah. That's why he was rubbing up all over Andy Reid at the end of the game. I don't blame him. A million dollars because the Chiefs were in a Super Bowl. Uh, we talked about the Braves earlier in Fan Fest this weekend. We should mention that one time Braves third base coach Jimmy Williams has passed away at the age of 80. He was the Braves third base coach from 91 through 96. So obviously on that World Series team of 95. You got to know him pretty well over the years, yeah, right? He, the he, joke was he was, no one was more paranoid than Jimmy Williams. Hey, Jimmy, how you doing? What did you heard? <laughs> he said that to me in spring training, not once, but two years. Two and years. He was, he was a kid. Two different years. It was the same answer. Like, he flipped his head around. What did you heard? Nothing. I'm just making conversation. Uh, interesting, interesting baseball life. You know, when, you, when you're in the game for as long as he was in the game, and, and up in Boston, of all places, can you imagine being paranoid in Boston? No. Woo. That's the wrong place at the wrong time, brother. But Jimmy Williams, uh, condolences to his family. Yeah. Again, Good passing man. away. At the age of 80. When we come back, Raheem Morris has his offensive coordinator. What about the quarterbacks and possibilities we'll run through next here on Domino and Cellini, the fan 680 and 93.7 FM. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. You got to know when to hold up, know when to fold up, know when to walk away, and know when to run. One twenty, Domino, Cellini, the fan, six eighty and ninety three seven FM. Yeah, Dan Campbell. I'm still in it a little bit. Lost yesterday. Say it. And it's our ex. I just did. Say it like you want to say. Platform. Well, you screwed up. I'm not saying you're irresponsible. You were reckless. You were reckless over the course of the season, and it worked out for you at times. And yesterday, you were reckless, and it cost you an appearance. In the Super Bowl. So the X-Platform question of the day is, what's your favorite song or movie about gambling? At DT680, at Matt Lear, at Chris Domino, at Shalini Nick, at 680 The Fan. Chuck and Turnoff will have plenty to discuss after us as they take you home from uh, about 2.30 or so. Um, I'm six. So I'll say it now. Do you know what I had alive with the Lions? I probably would have hedged it a little bit. Uh 3,600. But the line finish at seven and a half. You're talking about the money line. You had the Lions before to the win playoffs. the Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah, I bet Buffalo because it was a good number because they hadn't clinched yet. It was the week before the season. And uh, in Detroit, I would have liked to have seen to have a shot. And I and I did notice as they didn't kick at least one of those field goals for sure. I said, oh, I'm not really sure there's going to be a miracle at the end of this football game. <laughs> How about uh, I th- an onside kick? I love an onside kick. You know, an onside kick is 
it, it's like a legal train wreck. Uh, they don't do it very often. It doesn't present itself very often, but they don't, they look like they had a plan. They, they got fingers on it. Yeah, I don't no, know what I their think plan... He touched, he touched it before 10 it, yards. He though. did. I don't know what their plan was on third down when they decided to run the ball there. And they, fortunately, they scored to make it a three-point well, game. Well, you also had... Fourth down. The, the taunting thing. I mean, what, what are you doing? What's going on between smashing your helmet into a guy? That's Vanoy. Um, You're you, talking about the Ravens game now, yeah. The Ravens sideline going nuts. And the Ravens on the field losing their composure at times. Yeah, but Detroit had a, a taunting. I don't know what they were doing, especially when they when they're up twenty four to ten, and they decide to go for it there on fourth down, and the pass gets dropped. Um, everybody was laughing and joking, going to the sidelines. What were you laughing and joking about? We'll get them next time. It's twenty four to ten. We got this in the bag. Oh, no, no, you woke them up. Oh, no. What you did there was wake them up. So a miracle catch Ayuk makes. To set up the touchdown, and then the Lions fumble, and next thing you know, oh boy. Uh, George Kittle, speaking of, he said, you know, the analytics thing, cut it out. You, because you're going to give me analytics on Brock Purdy, and you're going to give me analytics on that. It's, it's crazy. I believe, because we've had this conversation with Brian Kenny, I do believe in clutch. So what about momentum? Because people will say, you know, sometimes it's not about not getting it. It's what you've now put the other guy in a position to go get. Now, I will say, if you're up 17 at half, momentum, if it was really a thing, you're going to cruise to a win. If you help the other guy, you stop your good, and they all of a sudden realize they've got life, i.e. make up 17 points in the third quarter. Now, you've had a kicker that's only been there since December, and somebody was saying it's not a gamble because it would have been a 50-50 shot of this kicker making that first field goal. I said, let me let me tell you something. If it's 50-50 in the NFL, we're not talking about directional school in college football. If it's 50-50. You got the wrong kicker. An NFL kicker, that's exactly okay. what I said. Yeah. Is going to make a 45-yarder? Then, yeah, you sign the wrong guy. Yeah. It shouldn't be that. I don't know if he would have had his, his you-know-what's in his throat. I don't know if it would have well, just He made a, a field goal earlier, and then they showed him on the sidelines again later on as they were trailing 27 the 24 and he decided to go for it again but you're right that was a decision that was made long before this game i'm gonna do what i did all season long i'm big you know you know what willie uh-huh. and i'm gonna i'm gonna put it all on the line and, and i said it again this is not monday morning quarterbacking i said it during the season there's a fine line between being aggressive and irresponsible and dan campbell had that re- relationship with those radio guys in Detroit and that was a part of the drops you hear was a part of that conversation after uh, the Dallas game when he kept going for two sooner or later when you do that it's going to come back to haunt you and yesterday was that day I think though again the go up three scores one is the one that I can't justify that's the one where I, I know how to do math 17 points there's not a way for them to score two touchdowns do everything the league allows you to do go for two points where you'd still be in a lead. Now, I also, you know, if that if they had done that, then that last drive, you know what I also feel about yeah, that. Time, Everything, space, changes. Continuum. You're Everything right. changes. You're right. So I don't believe that you would have been going for the win there. I just know that the game would have been different. But it goes back. They would have been down three scores. I'll tell you what yeah, I know it, they would have had to do. Right. They would have had to push it a little bit more. Correct. So if you, if you make that field goal to make it a 17 score game, that changes everything for San Francisco. Yes. All the more reason to kick that ball there. Agreed. 
I don't know what the numbers are. It shouldn't be 50-50. Because like Ross Tucker, who joined us earlier, the Ross Tucker football podcast, you can listen to, like he told us earlier, if it's 21 or if it's 17, it's still a three-score game. It doesn't make a difference at that point. Um, can I, you know, you sometimes have to see something in a chart form to sort of appreciate it. And I do. I, I appreciate a good chart. It's on paper. It's not, you know, floating out there in the universe. Do you know that Brady and Aikman, three Super Bowls in four years, they're both, they won three Super Bowls in four years. When you start to look at the guys who have won at least three, Tom Brady won one in year two. He won one in year 15. And there is nothing close to that. The closest to that is Montana winning in year three and winning in year 11. This win one in year two, win one in year 15 is such, like for whatever it is, Tom Brady is probably, I think people are looking for a reason to go, no, Mahomes is better and here's why. I, I can't go there yet. Like I, I'll give you Mahomes, Montana, who it pains me to say that. It pains me to say that because he's a different type of quarterback and it's whatever. Joe looked like he, he was having a good time on the field yesterday. Bob Weir of the Grateful Dead. You see him on the field yesterday? I did. You think he knew? No. I wasn't going to say, do you think he knew where he was? Do you think he knew who the quarterback was? If you asked yes, him. Yes, yes, he's San Francisco. Okay. Yeah, There's yeah. Montana, man. Well, I know yeah. who that is. Yeah. He That's looked, not how he would have answered that he looked question. Like, he looked like Bruce Dern. Yeah. Like if you if Bruce yeah. Dern, like on a bender. No, he looked like Bruce Dern in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Right. That's, that's what he looked like. Okay. So I was right about that. Mon- Here's the sad part. I wasn't sure. There, there was a moment where I wasn't sure of Joe during the whole trophy ceremony. Maybe he was. All right. All right be careful. I, I know. Be careful what you're going to say here. There's no big. You already disparaged the man uh, 90 seconds ago. Now you're going to pile on. Not piling on. I'm just saying that there was a moment sure. where I was like. All right, Joe, come get this or whatever. Like, it was just sort of awkward. I was like, does Joe know what his role is here? Now, I'll tell you, Strahan to me sounded drunk when he was doing his Terry Bradshaw impersonation. He at one Do you point, think anybody really noticed Terry Bradshaw was gone? I, yeah, did, I yeah, didn't. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah, be honest with you. I didn't you. until I read it. I hope he's okay. Yeah, they said. I don't want him to be, you know, have a really bad illness. I hope he recovers. But I, I didn't notice he was gone until I read it on social media. Did you see Sims and Nate Burleson going at it? They went at it a little bit. And then Phil Sims looked at, he, he cracked wise about J.J. Watt's jacket. He said, why are you wearing a jacket that I wore in elementary school? I was like, whoa, what is going on here? Choom, choom, choom. Michael Strahan said you, you, you were losing 17 nothing. He meant you were down 17. But he sounded like he should have been better at it. And I'll tell you Aaron Andrews at the end of the game as well. It was, Listen, we all have our moments, man. We all have our moments. The 1 o'clock hour brought to you by AquaGuard. Notice cracked bricks. Floor gaps or bowed basement walls, the experts from AquaGuard can provide a free inspection. If you're ready to fix your sagging, bouncy floors, visit AquaGuard.net. Uh, now, I'm answering to Matt Lear. Be careful what I say about it. I just said watch your mouth when you talk about this, it, that's all. This is our job. We see things, we talk about it. You got something to say? Say it to my face. I'm or just hers. telling you, go, go listen to her post game. Fangirl or something? No, it's just, whatever, it doesn't matter. Jealousy's not your best. I shouldn't color. have said that. I shouldn't have said the straight hand sounded drunk. I'm sure he wasn't drunk, uh, and I like him. Yes, I like him on the set. I like JJ Watt on the set. He actually is good at it. He's Edelman's better than Tony Gonzalez could ever hope to be. JJ Watt is already better uh, than Tony Gonzalez could ever be. And let's see if Raheem Morris is better than Arthur Smith. We know he got the job last week. We know that nothing's official yet, but it looks like uh, Zach Robinson. The one-time Rams pass game coordinator is going to be the new offensive coordinator. You said this, Ross Tucker, then repeated it. 
on with us. Maybe that was a part of him getting the job because Zach Robinson is one of those hot young names when you talk about coordinators. And maybe that was a part of the conversation. I can bring this guy with me. I think Les Snead, did Les Snead say they were going to lose a couple of guys? They knew that. We had Les on Friday, and I think he said he knew that they were going to lose a couple of guys. Guys will want to, and there's going to be an opportunity for guys to go with Raheem. And that's part of what happens. If you're, if you're good, look, Detroit, it's going to be a little bit of a different camp if Ben Johnson is gone. You've got to figure out who's the next guy. Is it somebody in-house or is it not? And, again, a veteran quarterback is something Ross Tucker talked about. And Kirk Cousins, another name that came up, comes up time and time again. Now, Kevin O'Connell is the head coach of the Vikings. And he, By the way, how Zach many people Robinson would know Kevin, that? Um, if you walked up to somebody and said, nobody. how big an NFL fan are you? And you guys said, man, I'm a nine. Outside of the Twin Cities, nobody. Like, okay, do you know that I'm telling you, for the first time in a while, this is like the way it is with, with sometimes with baseball managers. You go, who's out in Seattle? Kevin O'Connell is the guy. That it almost sounds like a, you made a name up. And they work together, Kevin O'Connell and Zach Robinson. And the thought is because of Kirk Cousins having success under Kevin O'Connell, maybe Zach Robinson would want him. Well, if he had success under Kevin O'Connell, who's still the head coach with yeah. the Vikings, then why would Kevin O'Connell let him get away? That's my question. Well, he's coming off, I don't know if you know this, Nick, he's coming off Achilles. Yes, I've heard. So how many years, how much, how much money are you going to give him? I would love for the Falcons to, and there's no such thing as, well, there is, drafting the right guy. I would love for them to not have to pay $35 million. By the way, Justin Fields, if you get him, you know he's a year away from, you're going to have to tear his paperwork up and give him a lot of money if he's good enough. I wish it was a draft pick. I got time. Raheem Morris got a five-year deal. I don't have time. By the way, this uh, speaking of quarterbacks, this Brave has advice. For the Falcons front office. We'll get to that in uh, just a couple of minutes. But Marquise Williams is also going to be retained by Raheem Morris. He's the special teams coordinator. And it looks like the offensive line coach, who I think was in high demand, Dwayne Ledford, he's staying. Michael Petrie, the running backs coach, he is staying. And T.J. Yates, the wide receiver coach, he is staying. Well, so they seem to have that side of the ball all. There's some continuity there. Now, defensively, we'll see what happens. But 11 personnel is what... The Rams like to run, and Zach Robinson, of course, coming from the Rams. One running back, one tight end, three wide receivers. Something Arthur Smith ran an NFL low 16.8% of the time. There's a lot of variables. Last year. Well, not necessarily, and Arthur Smith, he's in high demand as well, if you believe what you're hearing, to become an offensive coordinator somewhere. I heard the guys yesterday, Heath Klein and Steve West, talking about it. Will he become a head coach again? Listen, I I think it's going to take some time, Mm -hmm. but we've seen others, including Raheem Morris, get – a second chance, so I see no reason as to why Arthur Smith won't get a chance somewhere down the line. Well, I think this idea that he was going to run to Daddy's company was... Well, I think that was more anger. People were talking oh, out people of emotion. Were for him to do that. <laughs> yeah, people oh. were very, very emotional. Probably to the toxic group thing. Toward the end of the tenure. Does he learn from that? I would hope. I would hope. What's he going to... What it... There's a lot of good things to learn from. <sighs> On the things, Don't even get me started on that guy. No, on the things that you think he learned, what did he, what did he learn? Is he going to have to learn to be more humble, more patient, uh, more of a game manager, more of a communicator on the sidelines during games? I mean, th- there's a lot of things he's going to have to learn because that's, that's, that's why he got fired. Just some of the reasons as to why he got fired. Yeah, that play card was his best friend, and he wasn't as good at it. As he, he didn't score 20 points a game. I hired the hottest coordinator in football. I gave him weapons. Now, again, I don't know if they're real weapons or not. Let him pick the quarterback, I think. I couldn't score 20 points a game. It's impossible in this league. 
Like, he was brought here to score 28, 27? Not the result we expected. I mean, at least... I agree with you. At least mid-20s. I don't think it's irresponsible to have this guy who's supposed to be an offensive guru, one of the young, great offensive minds, and that's how he was described, Arthur Smith, when he came here. Not unreasonable to ask him to score, you know, 25 points a game. You're going to have blips here and there, but, you know. If he scored 25 a game, you know what he is? Still employed here. Yeah. Maybe the Falcons were in the postseason. But oh, course, they would have, oh, they would have been in the postseason. Of course, that didn't happen. I, I like the word fuming. That's what NBC Sports Boston said Bill Belichick was. Fuming at not getting the Falcons job uh, after two interviews. Curse you, Arthur Blank. But you said, Albert Burr said he was steered. Arthur Blank wanted him, but was steered inside the building away from it. But you're saying, you know, maybe outside the building yeah. a little bit too. Yeah. Yeah, I believe there's somebody who has Arthur Blank's here who's not in the building. It's a crapshoot. I think he was, uh, you know, Bill is going to, he's going to do this and he's going to do that. You have a lot of upset people around here. And is it short term or is it not? I don't believe, but look, do I think he wants to pass Shula? Yes. I think more than anything, he wants to prove that he can win without Tom Brady. And now he's going to get a chance to do it. Or is he? Because I asked, if he sits out a year, what does that do for his stock? It's worked for other people. But he's going to be 73. I think he's waiting for somebody to get fired. Maybe. Philadelphia, Dallas, a couple of teams that you brought up earlier. And that's why I think he's going to do television as well. Because you can't be out of sight, no. out of mind if you're Bill Belichick. I think he's going to be a lot better. I've said it a billion times than people think he is going to be. And he will be in high demand if you believe what people are saying about Bill Belichick going to television. Rich Eisen on his show talked about doing maybe one of those coaches shows similar to the Manning cast, a coaching cast with Nick Saban and Bill Belichick, who obviously have a relationship. Now that is something I would watch. I'm done with the Mannings. um, And not because I'm angry at them. I just don't. There's only how far can you go? You know? Yeah. And and everything has a shelf life. I'd watch Saban and Belichick, especially with a couple of guests. I know historically, I've got two guys who absolutely know the history of, of the game. You now, again, you might age out. That might not be a great show because uh, you you start talking to Ernie Ernie Acorsi, and and do you know who Ernie Acorsi is? <laughs> why would they know who Ernie? Acorsi Derek, do you know who Ernie Acorsi is? Why, why would they know? It's negative. It's a long time GM. So if they have Ernie was a GM on, a long time ago. Yeah, if they have Ernie on, is that really going to bring in the young viewers? Why don't you the, bring in Charlie Casserly while you're at it? <laughs> Do you know, can I give you my, my favorite fact of the day? It's my favorite fact of the day. Sure. Every single NFL season ever has featured Curly Lambeau, Tom Landry, or Bill Belichick. The history of the game. Say that again now. Every single NFL season has had either Curly Lambeau. On a staff somewhere. Tom, Tom Landry or Bill Belichick coaching, head coaching. Wow. So not only on a staff, well, because, as a head coach. Well, because Landry was there for, um, yeah, Belichick was in Cleveland when Landry was finishing up in Dallas, right? He got the job in 90, I want to so say. So that would have been right at the time, 89. 91, he got the job. I'm okay. sorry. All right. So maybe it's just at least on a sideline or in a booth. Curly Lambeau, Tom Landry, Bill Belichick. Well, Lambeau and Tom ain't coming back. No. And Bill looks like he's getting put in a timeout. And I believe it. I love that word fuming. I thought I had that job. He's not going to be happy. He's going to have to sit and watch people go to camp. The draft. You want me to pay money? 
Remember Bill Belichick sitting at his kitchen table with his dog? Do that again. I'll pay-per-view it. But do you put him on the set with Rex Ryan on ESPN? Do you hear what he said? And have him go back and forth? you hear what he said? Yeah. I coached without Tom Brady. It's different. I beat him. Yeah, he said I shut him out when they didn't have Brady and I made the playoffs. Rex Ryan is the best thing on TV when it comes to NFL. And he said you'll never get over this. He said Dan Campbell will (laughs) never get over this. I believe he said he lost three conference championship games, maybe four Rex Ryan. And he said, oh, yeah, you walk away with nothing. Nothing. You're that's done. A, that's a lot of months and a lot of work to just go, boy, that ended quickly. I think he's as good as anybody on TV doing their job because he knows they don't put him on too often, right? He's not doing the mm-hmm. car wash every day. They break him out on Sunday mornings. I think he's really good on that desk. And by the way, Sam Ponder is really good at that desk. I, I don't need to give you a name. She's better than some of the guys who do. Having it. done that job, Chris, you have to be a very good traffic cop. You have to be able to listen. And you have to, you know, your IFB, your earpieces, and you have to be able to, you know, listen to what they're saying. So like when, Arthur, Sm- when well. Arthur Smith has people talking to him and he can't handle it? Right. He he could never run point on television or run point on a radio show. It's too much for I, him. I don't think anybody's asking Arthur Smith to do TV. I'm not even sure Pat McAfee wants him back. That's a good problem to have. Did, who said uh, they would hire? Was it McAfee that said Belichick? No, it was Bill Simmons. See what Bill Simmons said? I got a seat for him. He said, I'll hire Bill Belichick right now. There must be a company that owns Bill Simmons' company. Must be like Austrian yeah, or something. I, I don't know what the Austrian he said, is. No, he said he called the... Uh, researching it as we speak. Yes, find out real quick. Is it the ringer? Is that him? I believe so. I think he said he'd call the big muckety-muck in Austria. To get the money to have Bill Belichick do something with Who them every week. Who is this Bill Belichick? I don't, I don't, can you imagine being you so... You want me to cut a check for what? I don't think... Arthur, I've seen him on the sidelines. He's got the personality of a, a dead squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. I don't think Arthur would take my call right now, uh, but I could call him. Can you imagine having enough power to go, I'm going to call the Austrian billionaire, and I'm going to tell him we need to cut a check for Bill Belichick. There's something in that, man. It's kind of sexy. I think you have that power. You uh, just uh, uh, you don't wield it very often. You only do it when you might have blown it. Absolutely, it. positively need to. Michael Harris the second, of course, Braves center fielder and noted Atlanta sports fan, said at Braves Fest over the weekend he wants to see the Falcons trade up for Caleb Williams or Jaden Daniels. He's not have to move up to get either one of those quarterbacks. He stopped for a while. He was thinking about it for a while. Michael Harris, I'll say, I sat down and we're going to hear. We talk about him building a bowling alley, bowling lanes in his house. He was in a he was in a much better mood. It's the perfect time of year to talk to him. I think sometimes during a year, not going to give you much. He's not really gregarious. But I heard, relatively speaking, oh, man, he, he would was, shut up this time around. He, he, he I don't was, mean that in a bad way. Michael Harris is a man of few words. Yeah, he was ready to go, though. He he had a bunch of things. He <laughs> he just got engaged. He bought a house. Who this was is he? kind of like an adult now. Who was he talking to when he first signed that contract? I think it was Bally's, and they asked him, you got to buy a new car? He goes, I already have a car. What, what do I need another car for? Yeah, they were hoping for a little bit more than that, I think. As they said, they were, looking for different, they were looking for a different bite. Yeah, he was in a really good mood. Um, even more than him, though. I'm going to go back to somebody texted me. They were at FanFest. Mm-hmm. Uh, DM, uh, not DM, DM me. Yeah, 90,000 plus. Kudos to the Braves fans for showing up in the rain. Guy said that he said, I'm going to second what you said about Ozzy. He said, because at any event, including FanFest for two years, his kid, his son, his friend, 
and other people. Ozzy's the guy they just want him to turn around to acknowledge. Every f***ing day. More than so, anybody. He had a conversation with home team and John Michaels and Kevin McAlpin over the weekend. They ran it during the locker room show. The locker room, 6 to 10, incidentally, uh -huh. taking you to work and entertaining you Monday through Friday here on The Fan. Yeah, that's correct. And home team brought up a story. Ozzy didn't, and I'm not sure Ozzy wanted it out there, but home team said a friend of a friend ran into Ozzy Albies at a restaurant and said, uh -huh. you know, hello, Ozzy, I'm such and such, uh -huh. big brave fan, big fan of yours. Ozzy quietly, discreetly paid the guy's tab. Oh, nice. Didn't have to do that. And who does that anymore? Yeah, no, I don't. I'm not involved. It's nice to meet you, too. I'll pay for mine. You pay for yours. But that's the type of guy Ozzy is. And people, I don't know if it's he, because he's smaller. People just because he's smiling all the time. He's people, just a little feller, you know. People rally around him. I do think he's going to be a little bit lonely without Ron Washington. Like, I honestly believe he's going to have, I don't want to call it separation anxiety. But I think there are going to be days I go over there, he's going to be looking for his friend who's not around. You know, like when you're a kid and somebody moves mm -hmm. and you see them waving from the back of the station wagon. So he and Arcia, who are attached at the hip, they're going to miss Ron Washington. No doubt. Because Eddie were... Perez can fill that role. I see them goofing around a lot. Yeah, they, they do. But, they man, that routine prior to games, they would just, Wash would just sit there. Spring training. And, and they would regular listen. Regular season. And, and Eric was there, too. Yeah. Eric Young would sit right next to Wash. And those two would just kind of sit there and soak it all in. So you're right. It's going to be different for it's them. It's going to be different. Looking forward to uh, going down there the week of February the 19th. We'll be down at spring training. Rick Kranitz has already said, uh, we didn't speak to him this weekend. He already said, hey, just let me know what you need. Sal said the same thing, and Seitzer said whatever whatever we want, whatever we need. Thank you for planting that seed, Chris. Yeah. Looking forward to Good having job. all of those conversations. When we come back, we'll have a conversation with Chuck and Chernoff, get their thoughts on conference championship Sunday. We'll go back in time. All of that follows. One more thing. As we uh, wrap up a Monday afternoon. Domino Cellini, the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation, like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash John. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. One more thing. 146, wrapping up a Monday. Ron Domino and Cellini, 1 o'clock hour, brought to you by AquaGuard Foundation Solutions. Chuck and Chernoff are here. Get their thoughts on conference championships Sunday momentarily. But first and foremost, it's time for one more thing featuring Chris Domino. You guys want to play pop quiz? Um, it's an audio yeah. pop quiz. You know, every once in a while on Jeopardy, they say, hey, we have a video clue. Mm -hmm. This was a video, but I'm going to let you hear the audio, and you tell me what you think this is. Oh, that's it! That's it! Oh, my God. That's it! What do you think it is? I know the answer. I heard you setting it up during the break. What is it? On number 577. 577. It's a world record. Guy hit a golf ball 577 yards. Do it again. Listen to the cannon shot coming off this club, but listen to the guy. Like, if you know, you know, just play that one more time. Oh, that's it! That's it! That's the guy who hit it. 577. 
I don't know what he gets for that. I don't uh, know. It's he, a world record. He gets to be played on an AM, sometimes FM yeah. radio station in Atlanta. Did you and see the fan app? Did you see the other video Touché. I put up? Uh, the guy skimming a rock. Guy he set a record as well. He set a record. I don't remember what the number was, but it looked like a planned event because there were people cheering. What an accomplishment! I, I had a I had a cheap shot. I said, "Yeah, it was a planned event." There were more people there than some Falcons games. Who knew that rock skimming? You're not making a lot of friends in Flowery Branch. You know that, right? That was a drive-by that was unnecessary. If they, if they didn't know they had an attendance problem, yeah. shame on them. Well, Are you the least bit worried that you're not going to be allowed into the press conference? No, no, no. I'm, I mean, the crapshoot uh, stuff and now yeah. this. Excuse me, sir. Not you. Yeah. Cellini, you come right in. Not you, Chris. Oh, no. The way Arthur was joking around with you, you're yeah. like, you're on the good guy side of things. Domino might not be so uh, Which is the bizarre world. Right? It was a nice 20-year run. Right. I hope we can figure it out. It's not a crapshoot. I hope we can patch it up. <laughs> You insulted that man a little bit. I think he thought. That I, I think Domino was was right to ask the question. I think Arthur misunderstood it. I think he mm-hmm. thought that I was going to say you're not doing due diligence. Mm-hmm. That's not that's, what I said. Well, that's how we took yeah, it. Terry whole, actually right. is here. Yeah, the whole. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> Terry in, actually in is here. He was there in spirit. He was. Rich will be there in spirit in the next one. Right. Yeah. There's being there and right. being there in, in spirit. spirit, which was the greatest answer. And thankfully for those guys there in Atlanta. Where, like, somewhere else, the headline in the New York Post would have been Fontenot there in spirit, like he died. Well, as I, I did... <laughs> or got a Ouija board. As I did on Friday, wherever the camera is, I said, what is that? That's Rich being removed from the table. But, hey, wait, hold on. What's that? That's Terry getting a seat. Do you guys think they'll be... Um, They'll feel in any way like uh, pressure to have Rich there, knowing we're all thinking he's not going to no, be there. Oh no, no! It's going to look it's so optics. bad when Rich no. isn't there. No, no, no! Oh, it would look, look worse if he is. No, you got to answer. So this when stuff, did you man. decide he was no longer going to be a part of the football side of it? After we made the hire. So he helps you make the hire, uh-huh. and then you tell him to go away. Now they. So there was that thread last week from a Falcon employee who said the... the a thread? Yeah, it was a manifesto. It was ridiculous, by the way. But he it said... a thread. The transition of, of Rich began January 7th. Yeah. Okay, sure. Could have mentioned that at the presser if it was going to happen. Now, I, th- I think... If that person's listening, I'm going to catch shrapnel. Well, it's fine. It was. It was a man. It was like paragraph after paragraph. It was a lot. After paragraph. And then it was paragraph after paragraph after paragraph of Raheem Morris and how that went. But then, but so I, I took a, a poke because in it, he's like, uh, you know, Mike Tomlin and, and Kyle or uh, uh, Sean McVay, they spoke glowingly of Raheem. Do you think we care about what somebody on Twitter or on yeah. sports radio? I'm like, those are your customers. Like, you can poke all you want. Those are the people you're why, begging why would to the buy Rams tickets. not speak glowingly? They they're all getting, speak glowingly. Two third round picks. Right, but on top of it, every what coach ever craps on somebody hiring a guy? When have you ever heard that's a, that's a bad hire? Who wouldn't have done it? Like, has anybody said anything bad about Canales and Carolina? No. I can tell you though that there that's, might that's have been not a good idea to say we don't care what fans think. Yeah. Correct. There, there not might a have, good idea. There might have been a voice outside the building that sort of was explaining the life of Bill Belichick and what it will really be like. It doesn't always have to come from in the building. But it's going to be a three seat press conference when it eventually does happen. I'm not trying to be, again. I'm not piling on. No more pregame show for Rich. We don't do that anymore. Atlanta United pregame. Yeah, no Falcons pregame. Which I'm sure him breaking down soccer will be good. Can't sit next to Arthur up in the uh, owner's box. He has to be one row behind him. And he can't come down to the field. No, I have rules. I just love your... And, you're, you're and he can't have an important seat in the draft room. You're saying... When that camera goes on, he right. can't have an important what, seat in the draft room. If you see him there, what are you going to do? He's got to be holding a Danish. He's off. Right. But you know, the wide shot, he's got to be over there. See, if you're not in football ops, that room is reserved for football operations staff. And if he's in the room, Domino, why expect you the next day to take him to task? I, 
I think he can have a Danish and a cup of coffee over there. It's a wide shot. I think he has to sure. be over there. He can't be in an important seat. So I caught crap for saying all those things. Yeah, of course. I got, again, another, why do you do that? Well, why do you I'm, do that? I'm just telling you the truth. There's optics. You can't have him around he's football. He's not in football operations. If he's, I mean, I'm sorry. You know who this why is? Why would you bring up a Danish, Chris? I know. You want Maybe a bad claw. You want to do one more thing? Let's do one more thing. Let's do another piece of audio. Who and what is this? This playoff season, when you get effed by the refs, you're going to throw your fireball whiskey challenge flag. Then you're going to take a shot of the sweet cinnamon delight with your game day buddies. Holding call, fireball. Questionable pass interference call, fireball. Potentially losing your job that you've been pretty good at. Fireball. And for a limited amount of time, you can even get your own Fireball Whiskey Challenge flag. And remember, when you get effed by the ref, fireball the call wherever you are this playoff season. Man, I thought I was doing a good job. You know what that is? That's Greg Olson. Greg Olson letting the world know, like they said, let's work it into a commercial. I'm losing my job. I thought I was doing pretty good. It's kind of not ha-ha funny, but he knows his fate. So is he going to the second team? What happens? That's what I think. So there was talk that it's almost like another world. Would they hold him to his contract? Mm -hmm. Chris Collinsworth, we find out he leaves next month. Could he get that job? I think that would sort of be a promotion. I don't think Fox would stop him. I don't think. No, that's a huge deal. He says he will do the second seat. I don't think Brady's there for more than two years. I agree with you if he even takes the gig. Now, the other part of it is... If uh, if you're Olsen, I mean, you're taking a big pay cut. They was announced. Ten to three. Yeah. He oh, drops a million huge. Million. Now, he's not going to be bagging his own groceries, <laughs> but then half well, that He bag, thought it was going to be. He's the best guy out there. He has to go shop at Aldi. <laughs> I think Is that where you put the quarter? <laughs> no more Publix. You take the cart. They give you the quarter. Oh, yeah. And they, they I think the Romo. Off with the cart. The Romo Aikman numbers when you realize he's going to be making three when you can certainly make a case he's as good as those guys. And a lot of people will tell you that. Can't you have the three of them in the booth to break in, Brady? Well, that's what. But then you're conceding that Brady's never done this. Yes, it's a concession. But Olsen never did it. I, I understand, but he didn't start with the first team, Chris. It's like you're the eighth team, and then you build up. And I got to be honest. Most I guys have never done it till they do it, but they don't start on the first team. I think Tom Brady's actually going to be really good at it. I, I don't know. I have my doubts. But I, I also know he can't be an owner. If that stuff really goes through with the Raiders, he can't be in a booth, I'm assuming. Right? I don't know. Remember, wasn't it Jessica Mendoza had the baseball thing where she well, had a percentage? Her, yeah. yeah. So got to get out. I'm still doubtful he's going to do it. We'll see. Maybe well, I I'm disagree. Wrong. I think he's. I think he's doing. It. I think Tom likes the idea of it until he realizes I got to do this. Go on the road every Thursday. They and did Friday say. And did you see that he was? He went to dinner with the production people, and did you not see that picture? Because mm-hmm. somebody tried to hook him up with Aaron Andrews. They had said, "Oh, look who look who he's out with." No, they were out with production mm-hmm. crews. He, she was there. He was there. But right. she's married. She is married. Like she just had a kid. Yeah, and it was yeah. sort of that was a little bit silly. Huh. But he is supposedly doing production mm-hmm. type meetings. I believe he's going to do it. I wasn't sure last year. I think now he's going to do it. All right. So live by the sword, die by the sword. That's the Dan Campbell way, right? Uh, so, like, I'm a little more nuanced on this. I wouldn't have done it. I would have gone for the field goals. I'm not him. What I don't like is he went for the field goal at the end of the first half. Right, he went up by seventeen because the math's like I feel good being up three scores. Then in those other instances when you're up twenty four to ten and you should go for the should, I thought he should have gone for the field goal to go up again twenty seven to ten. He decided to go for it. The problem I have with the whole analytics not analytics part of this is 
the moment, there's no momentum swing if you kick the field goal. Now you kick off to them. The, when you get a fourth down stop, that's a momentum swing. Yes, it is. There's nothing you can use with analytics to judge momentum swings. Nope. And all of a sudden now, that ball started rolling and Detroit couldn't stop. You woke them up. Yeah. That's what you did. Well, again, that's the whole thing. Is it analytics? Is there such a thing as clutch? Is there such a thing as momentum? Sometimes what you do is you stop your role mm. every bit as much as you give them an opportunity. I don't like how coaches have just role. disregarded points all of a sudden. And I'm, I'm all about analytics and looking at the numbers, but I also think situationally analytics have to be weighed. In other words, if I'm down seven or up seven or up three, let's be aggressive. I'm up 14, and I'm going to be up 17 and make them have to really work to get back. Yeah, like, not one play away from being down a score. Also, when you go about the context, and I think this might have been in play yesterday, before the half, it was we're choosing either – a play where we try a touchdown or a play where we try a field goal out in the field in the second half, it's we're going to try to keep possession or kick a field goal. And so it's so much more unknown, even further out in the field, but like the percentages were with, if you care about the percentages, the metrics were the, were then like a half a percent of being coin flip. But so they weren't really wrong decisions. Can we add to it, though? Well, I, I think it was because you want to make it a three-score game. and Sure. Uh, but I, let's, that's, yeah, Like you said, that you're, you're talking about mindsets, and that's the one thing analytics they would have doesn't had to account They might have had to change the way they attacked, which could have played to your favor, true. too. Well, that's, well, that's what it scores. is, right. Correct. No, but I would add to it, even worse than any of that is, I have no idea what Campbell and, and Johnson are doing on the third down when you need the three timeouts more than the four points at the end of the game. That's just easy, though. It's not even, like, he, that's, that's not a hard thing. No. And he didn't have the kicker who was struggling either. I just, I don't understand that. I was you, across the field. You need the three timeouts. So you, instead of running on a third down, throw it. If you don't get it, so what? You kick. Now you're down to touchdown. But you have three timeouts. You can kick deep if you want or onside and then get a stop. That, to me, is 50 times worse than the debate there, about the field goals. Is there ever a moment? I've always thought about this. Is there ever a moment when... You decide, because you're going to need the onside kick, where you kick the field goal even sooner. Well, I, I thought that I they thought were about like, that you too. don't even yeah. wait for fourth yeah. down. You go, no, no, no. I need an onside kick. Sure. I'm getting the point. I thought about that in Baltimore's game, too, when they were, like, taking their time getting on the field. I'm like, just bring Tucker out, kick it, and give yourself a chance to keep playing. That's, That's the same thought, thing. E- even late in that drive. That's what I thought, perhaps. You might just kick the, And yeah, now, how about, the, gonna do. how about when you actually, now, you're not supposed to demolish a guy. How about on the penalty where you then go, I'm going to jump because I needed to be reset at It was first a smart play. He, he was too too aggressive. But it was a smart play. It's the right thing to do. It, it, really was. it is the right yeah. thing to I do. I love that. I thought that was like standing a step ahead. Thing, very you reset instead of first and, you reset first and 10, and now let's see what happens. Even an NFL offense trying to muck play, they can move the ball five yards three times. Mm-hmm. And so first and five, you're screwed. That was absolutely the right thing to do. It just got How about the Niners get out? They got outplayed back-to-back weeks. I mean, really outplayed by the Packers. And yeah, they were so outplayed for most of that game yesterday. And Shannon gets to the Super Bowl because the other guy, like, made more mistakes. He looked at halftime like he didn't know if it was coming or going. Well, they couldn't stop like, He had no idea, San Francisco man. had no answers. It, it, it looked like, you know, D'Amico Ryan's being gone. Remember, that's the other thing that happens. We talk about losing guys from the staff, and you might not talk about it in October. You might not talk about it in November. But maybe that was the moment D'Amico Ryan's not being around. All of a sudden, they're not the same team. And I'll say it again. Nobody realizes that Kansas City didn't score a point in the second half. Right. They didn't score a point. They didn't so whether, try. Whether Mike McDonald <laughs> is supposed to be hired or not, and Steve Spagnola might have been the guy who had the best weekend of all of right. these guys that we've talked about for a week. Yep. But the Kansas City thing that you mentioned, they have 67 yards in the second half. They don't even try anything until the game's on the line. And for a team who hasn't caught a ball all year, they throw that pass that yeah, Marcus Scantling, uh, Valdez Scantling catches put the Man, game away. 
It's the first game all year they didn't drop a pass. Yeah. They didn't drop one pass. Well, Kelsey credit. You for know a guy they, who's yeah. already going to the Hall of Fame? He had a great day for him. But that's back-to-back weeks. They're like, we're throwing it to Kelsey. We'll start to rice a little bit. After that, and nobody Pacheco. else is touching it. And Pacheco's Yeah, Pacheco's going to run it. But, like, they haven't – the three weeks in the playoffs, go look at uh, Mahomes' yards over. per attempt. Yep. They're not yep. even yep. pushing yep. the ball downfield. Average, average, average. They're playing defense, running the ball, and be like, you'll make a mistake. And and it's an, it's incredible because we talked about it. It was – Brady is a starter. Once he finally got the starting job in his second year, he won three Super Bowls in his first four years of starting. Troy Aikman won three Super Bowls in a, in a four-year period. Patrick Mahomes, it was, what are you going to do on the road? He's beaten a one, a two, and he's going to mm-hmm. go to a neutral field, try to win his third Super yep. Bowl at 28 years old. So while there'll be more, you could argue, is half of his career even over, he will have checked every box mm-hmm. that you're going to ask greatness to check. And if you want to do the comp of, you see, it's not fair to ever do comps of full careers first seven years, right? But if you look at the first six years of Mahomes starting compared to Brady, Chuck and I did this a week or so ago, they never asked Brady to carry them for the first six years. They had very... Decent numbers, good numbers, nothing outrageous. He was a game manager. He was. Early in his career. In Mahomes' case, for most of his career, he's had to carry everything, and he's on the doorstep of doing this again. Like, that's why when we do greatest things ever, they're just not comparable. Mahomes got the check here so far. If you're, like, 10 or 11 or 12, you didn't really see Brady play. Like, I never saw Unitas play. I saw Montana play, and then I saw Brady. Like, I've seen two or three guys. I was like, well, I don't know about Unitas. If you're 12, Mahomes is your version of this. Like, I didn't really see Brady, but I saw Mahomes. And like, guy, he is that guy generational forever. And, and a guy who got paid, remember the number. Now, I don't know if he's going to get all $500 million, but a guy who's playing up to his contract. Because I don't know what the value of the franchise sure. is and everything else. It's rare that a guy, especially mm-hmm. at that position, plays to the contract. I said something very early in the show, and I believe this more emphatically than anything I've said this entire month with games, Falcons, Arthur Smith. Why is somebody not at the press conference? This idea that Andy Reid could retire, and it's not far-fetched. Mm-hmm. Three Super Bowls, does he want to leave Patrick Mahomes? Maybe not. The one thing I know emphatically is Bill Belichick can't take that job. Because Bill Belichick, whether it's Seifert, Switzer, there's a no-win. It's like fighting an old man. You want to prove that you have a fastball? Sorry, you're Kevin Durant times a 1,000. Go take a job without a quarterback. Prove you can do it. Right. By the way, the Chiefs wouldn't want him. You're not going to go from Andy Reid culturally. I hear what you're saying on that side, but well, the because Chiefs would that's never the big even thing. Everybody it. says, "Oh, Nagy will get that job." Right. Somebody who's already in house with the culture. There, he doesn't want to prove that. By the way, he just wants the record. He doesn't care what I think. No, he doesn't want to prove anything to me. But he, he doesn't want to prove anything but, uh, to but anybody. He doesn't, he doesn't care. What if, See, he, what if he doesn't point, win? And what if he doesn't win a Super Bowl in Kansas City? It's horrible. And if he wins one, people are going to say, "Remember what we heard." He wanted an underachieving roster that had net success. That's ego. That's see what I'll do with. The stuff that no, you could he be wanted able to the do. Falcons roster. It's the opposite. It's, but it's a, it fits it. that underachieving roster that's talented. No, no, I'm saying he just wanted the Falcons' job. Well, that's all he wanted was the job. Can't go to Kansas City. It's the I, one job he want to be. I don't think like the Giants think could have a lot of legs. That yeah, would make Dayball, a lot of sense. Three. Yeah, two and three fired. That would make a lot of sense. He could go back there. They already love him. Daniel Jones is no great shakes. They could win enough. Like that one would. He could bring his old little crew back. That one would make some sense. Wear that shiny blue jacket mm-hmm. with the NY on the. Mm-hmm. And be terrible at press conferences for another couple of years. Do you guys think he'll be good on TV? Because everybody thinks he's getting a TV. I, I think he is going to be good. So he'll try? Yeah. Like I, he'll actually put some effort into yeah, it? Yeah, I think what you saw on game day, him putting that helmet on, I think you're going to see a side of him that's going to surprise a lot of people. I wow. really believe that. Who did he sit down with? Peter King brought up a point where he had like an oddball question out of the gate when everybody was expecting him to come in firing about football. I got to find it. He, he, the side of the personality is 
Mm-hmm. I don't need to be that guy all the time, especially if you tell me I'm sitting down. Because he do does TV. that on purpose. Of course he does. Yeah, yeah that's all ourselves, that conversation. Holy smokes. It was great TV. Him and Nick Saban, that special. Great, great TV. Great documentary. I don't know if Jimmy Johnson's good TV or not, but I didn't know he had this much personality when he was still coaching. Like, he was fiery. But, like, that thing he did with the, the, the hokey halftime thing or whatever, that got aggregated a ton, so it made sense. Just don't know if, like, will Bill sit on a set with four if, other guys and do that if stuff? If we were going to rank, let's just say the TNT basketball guys are out. Because yep. I do think that everybody, there's sincerest form of flattery. I think everybody wants to play that sort of card. Um, three Hall of Famer or a champion in Kenny Smith, a couple of Hall of Famers. Ernie runs a great point. Mm-hmm. Is Rex Ryan the best football guy on TV because he knows the role, he gives you what he's supposed to give you, and by the way, I think he loves being villainous. Mm-hmm. No, he likes he being doesn't villain. have to be. No, right, I agree. Right. So who's better? But the challenge becomes. No, 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 who's better though? Talking NFL. There are not many good ones though. Bill Cowher's boring as can be. Uh, like if you're doing Edelman former coach, good. you know, who gets it right and they don't get a lot of games NFL network, like mm-hmm. their, their studio stuff. When they used to have like, is Baldinger even on staff there now? Yeah, I believe I see his, okay. his big head. They too. used to have an AFC hands. playbook and an NFC playbook. Baldinger did one and Kurt Warner did the other where they talk to you like you're in a coach's but, meeting but and I would get about No, I'm telling you, it was the, the best stuff and Baldinger had it. But Barcel- Kurt Warner, not as much. Barcells is a personality. I thought Edelman was really good because mm-hmm. Edelman's a... He can get in and out with a story, and he certainly has them because of what his career was, who he played with, who he played against. I'll fully admit, I don't watch very much of it because I don't like it, so it's hard for me to be educated to tell you who's good. You're talking about the studio stuff? Yeah. Because that Jim Nance, Tony Romo listen is weird. It's 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 flat out just strange sometimes. Yesterday I was, in fact, there was that one point where Tony Tony Romo said something, Jim Nance made like a... A, an, a, an additional point about it, and Tony cut him off. was like, yeah, I didn't say that. That's not what I mean. I'm like... Okay. Is this getting to be like Chris Berman for you now? Yeah, I don't talk about it. <laughs> so the problem I had yesterday it's, was... It's, it's too many people are actually pointing out what the hell The is. throw into the end zone when, when Lamar gets picked off and they're watching the replay. We're all watching and they say the ball was already in his hands before the interference. I'm like, I'm watching the replay. He was grabbed before, like... And Tony oh, said that. It was interference. That. It was Tony's interference. like, no, the ball's in his hands. I'm like, no, Tony... I don't know. I, so here's my only point about the interference, and I, it was interference, no doubt about before it. Before the ball got there. But sure. it's almost like an uncatchable ball because that ball was never getting to him because <laughs> that guy was in a position to Not pick that thing works, off. but I get your point. What a dreadful <laughs> throw that oh, was. So decision-wise, forget the throw, the well, decision. Did you see him throw his helmet? Oh. And then did you see... Not only the fumble, but the, the taunting penalty. Mm-hmm. Then you go to the bench and you, you cut your finger. Say flowers. Now, he yeah. said he cut his finger already. He reopened oh, it. But, okay. you know, Does that potato. make it better? No, it's potato. potato. So you get the 15-yard penalty, then you extend the ball, then you have that happen? Right. Yeah, okay. So uh, Zach Robinson, we talked about uh, him becoming the offensive coordinator for the Falcons, and Kirk Cousins' name keeps coming up. I guess he's looking for, if you believe what you're hearing, from the NFL Network, $90 million guaranteed for two years. To re-sign with the Vikings. So is that something the Falcons so if you're would do, do? If you're doing it, like the Falcons right now have about that 25. That might not be the price for the Falcons. They have about $25 million now. They could open another twenty, and you could always play around with the cap. I don't know. Like, what does that two years do for you? I know that's not the answer you're looking for, but like, what in is the, that? In this division, it puts you in the postseason. Okay, but what do I do in three Take years? Because the, the franchise will keep going with Raheem in three years, and Zach Robinson well, will be gone because so he'll when, get a job. But when, when can you return dra- on Kyle? When can you draft the guy? And then all of a sudden, maybe your your tools that we haven't seen really look like tools. Maybe they become better players. When is it going to be now? Like, like That's basically like, do we want a rookie quarterback? And then as he catches up, Kyle is on his way out of town? What, what's the best case scenario? You get a guy in his first deal. He's Russell Wilson. He's Ben. He's Lamar. 
I don't know if you're going to get that lucky. Would I pay 90 for Kirk Cousins for two? If you tell me that Drake London is a better player, Kyle Pitts has now seen where I up him, and B. John Robinson looks like Christian McCaffrey, I'll pay the 90 because I'm getting benefits. You're not adding anything else, though. I think you have to be aware. Unless unless they're going to hawk stuff to go into salary cap. Let me give you a counter to that, uh, Nick. I don't love the guy. I don't know if you love the guy. But the connection to Baker Mayfield is going to be there. Oh, yeah. Tampa loses their OC. Robinson was part of the reclamation of Baker with the Rams. There's a spot here. I don't know what the cost is. I don't love Baker. Like, that's just me. Baker, if he had the same year he had last year in Tampa, we'd all be thrilled. But that's a realistic option as well. Well, but that's probably a four- or five-year deal. I'm not giving him five years. I'm not giving him three. He's got to – this is is like, um, you know, Kirk when he was still sort of – I'm not giving Baker – if he wants more than I can go somewhere else, I'm not doing it. What if you do the deal – Unless it's a fake NFL deal. Right. What if you do the deal where he – incentives and everything else? Yeah. It's a fourth year if. Two guaranteed, third becomes more realistic. I'd rather have Kirk Cousins. For two years, too. I would agree. I'll pay the money for Kirk Cousins for two years. I trust him more than I trust Baker Mayfield. You agree on that, by the way? I'm crossing my fingers on all of them. I think I cross my fingers less with Kirk Cousins. If if two and 90, that might be the Minnesota price. It might be the anybody price, but it might be the Minnesota price because I'm already here and my kid's an eighth grader. Oh, no, no, no. I think he might take less here. Oh, I have no idea. I no, I, I, because of the family deal? He's got yeah. family in town? No yeah. I, I mean, think, it's not about money anymore for him, I wouldn't think. Right. So no, what if, why, with those yeah. deals, that those one-year deals right. that he assigned, what, five years in a row? Right. Seemingly? What if it was two for set? I'll give you a number. What if it's two for 70, but we have a third that we could pick up F? Okay. And he gets to, whether it's family, mm-hmm. new environment, he looks around, he likes the weapons. So let me compare it. If uh, and I don't know, I'm bad at the compensation game. I'm not giving him fifty to come in. Are you saying it? I'm saying that you more have to pay a premium to oh. get a guy to leave. What would you do a third round pick for Justin? That becomes a second if I you would. sign him. I would. Too. So would I. See, I don't love Justin either, but for that price, a third that becomes a second. In other words, if you do keep him, like that's worth it. To, There's too much blue sky to not. Right. Are you allowed to? I know in baseball, we'll do this deal if we give us 48 hours to extend. Are you allowed to say we'd like to trade for Justin Fields, but we would like to sit down and talk to him? Is that even why do so I, I bet not you know could, that? But I wouldn't do that. Like I want to see him a full year, and then I'll pick up his fifth year option if I decide. No, no, no. Then. no. I want to talk to him before we do the You're not deal. Talking to my player, right? Is that what's going to happen? Yeah, I, I wouldn't think that's okay. I think I got to give a shot, but I don't. I don't. You think can have friends. Can I meet him? Can I friends like, of friends can do stuff? Sure. Wink, wink. Yeah. Hey, what are you doing here? Hey, what are you doing here? Hey, you want to go to OK Cafe in Buckhead? I mean, yeah, you can do that. You know, I don't th- veggie plate. Country fried steak. <laughs> I yeah, it's not bad either. I'd like to know where his hash potatoes, well, pepper gravy. Why the OK Cafe? I don't know. It just popped into my head. It's a meeting place. If, if yeah. you guys get a chance. Business that just reminds me of the Atlanta Foundation. If you guys get a chance, watch on Vice, the new documentary about the gold club that just came out. It's the series on Vice called Sex Before the Internet. First episode is all about the gold club. Stuff that's not going to shock us because we sort of went through it at Did the time. Video? Did they have like the, the trial stuff? Decent video. They've got one of the girls who was actually brought up on charges, who was one of the lead yeah. dancers at the time, telling her stories. Is they, that the North Carolina for the New York Knicks? Part of it is that. So they about? cover the they cover the Knicks stuff a little bit. Patrick yeah. Ewing, Steve yeah. Kaplan, the mob stuff. Again, it's nothing you're going. Oh my god, I didn't know this, but it's really it's to see the old video and like that heyday of the Gold Club at the time. What is it's that nice now? to reminisce. Did they tear that down to put up oh, a high rise? No, they put the gold room in there, yeah. and that it's just, no. What is it now? I think it's a church. Yeah, I think it's ironically. Been, is it? It's the Gold Church. That's interesting. They do, they do talk about the amount, it's called that. No. the amount of guys <laughs> that gave up. I mean, 10, 15, 20 G's, and I have no idea if it was real or not because they were. 
you know, here's that bottle of champagne for five grand. And it's like, that's how they got somebody. My wife's going to kill me. Yeah. The story is that's what happened. Somebody complained and said, this is not my real. So I'll add to it. So what they would do is they'd give you gold bucks, and they covered this last night. I only went to the gold club twice, so I don't remember all that much about it, and I had that kind of money. But they would give you gold bucks in lieu of spending your cash because guys were more willing to just keep yeah. spending cash. Right. It's like chips. And they would charge you a VIG, essentially, for the gold yes, bucks. That's correct. And uh, they had one guy, and they said big-time spenders. They would only do this for a few people. They would have a guy go, I need an extension of my credit line. He would call his credit card uh-huh. and be like, uh, I'm maxed out. And they would watch him on the phone and watch him sign for another 10000 or something that the credit card company would grant him access to at the time so he could spend more of that. At money. a ridiculous rate. <laughs> yes. And then they found out, but they were overcharging for a lot Everybody. Of right. So that was their big crime. Hey, now on the main stage, Pastor John. <laughs> that's what's happening now. It doesn't really feel like that's what's yeah. supposed to be going on. They did talk about one, uh, the head stripper, whatever she was, the head stripper, whatever wow. that means. Blondie. They took away all her, like, they, the feds took all her cash. Mm-hmm. She said she had, she's like, they, I had all this money put away. They went in, gone. All of it. They took all my money back. That doesn't, I'm going to say something. She didn't rob anybody. She did not, but they were saying it was prostitution. So they said she, the, the money's not uh, yours. That's what they were claims of prostitution. And she made a deal with the federal government so she could not have to do any jail time or prison time. I got to check that out. On Vice, Vice huh? it's on demand. And then Dark Side of the Ring's coming back. On it Vice. is. There's another There's season well. of that returning. So yeah, I'm yeah. looking forward to that. Makes me feel better about my own life. <laughs> Today is January the 29th. Let's go back in time. Some things that happened on this date. Way back when, in 1595, Bill Shakespeare's play Romeo and Juliet is thought to have been performed for the first time. Who's going to prove it? Yeah, nobody knows. Who knows? Whenever they call a couple of modern-day Romeo and Juliet, that should not be considered no, a compliment. at all. Do they not know the way they ended? Apparently, they don't. They're not riding off into the sunset together. So what, so what happened? Now, she, uh, she takes the stuff. He didn't get the message. <laughs> He didn't know she was going to wake up. Right. So he really offs himself. Right. And then she, and then she wakes him. up and says, right. I'll snap. Whoops. And then she did her. Right. Because so, the guy, like, took a leak and missed the turn. Or... There's a chance Shakespeare didn't even write this. So. Well, that's the was other that side. A a, yeah, there's a ch- What? <laughs> what you just said, he yeah. took a... Well, he, like, the messenger was whatever. <laughs> so, he, yeah, stepped off the road for a minute or gotcha. he missed the turn. Something happened, whatever the hell it was. But there's a chance he, like, stole all of the stuff from his students anyway. That shaketh my wee-wee. <laughs> <laughs> like, there was no Google yeah, search know. or whatever yeah, there, there for were, his there's, students. There's that, a belief that maybe this guy didn't He really just took, like, stuff. the greatest hits from the composition well, class. Listen, and, if we really wanted to go through history and know who stole everything from somebody else, I think everybody would be shocked. You didn't find this. You didn't uh, discover that. You didn't write this. Got to have sex with Gwyneth Paltrow. Bill Shakespeare? Yeah. Oh. I didn't see that movie. Oh, yeah. Shakespeare in Love? Oh, yeah. Didn't see it. It wasn't for me. Yeah. She was naked all through that. Hmm. Learned something new. 1892, the Coca-Cola Company is incorporated here in the city of Atlanta. Big business. I don't know if you heard. They made it. Mm -hmm. Giving people the real cocaine, Domino. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mesa. First you mixed Cameron. it right there at the uh, the mulch. That's exactly right. The five and done. Yep. And then again, Cameron Woodruff. How many people do you think really know the formula? The actual. Or, or the, the vault. Like, you think it's retina scans now? Or what do you think it is? Do you, do you think there's a formula in the vault? The story is, and I've asked somebody. Yeah, I think there is. There's yeah. a formula in a vault someplace. Yeah. It's not what they use today, but sure. Oh, do you think it's retina, thumb? It's got to be some level of uh, 
security that none of us would understand. I, oh, yes. no, I think it's like in a glass case in the middle of its own room. And like, so the outer room and then the actual case has its own lasers. Yeah. I watched uh, Reacher season two. I don't want to give anything away. Is anybody watching it? I watched that. It was very, very entertaining. Yeah, it's coming back for season three. But there's a moment where the guy says, we only needed his eye oh, and his yeah. finger. Yeah. And he holds up the formaldehyde jar so they could actually get into everything they needed. We just needed his eye and we yeah. just needed his finger. And that's what he had right there. I would tell anybody when you want to show off Atlanta, you take him to the Coke Museum. Yeah. Nothing says Atlanta like the Coke Museum. Well, then you go to the aquarium. That's right. Then you go to Cyclorama and you have yourself a day. Yeah. And Ty Cobb have a bunch of Coke stock now. That's the word, yeah. Yeah. 1959, uh, on this date, Walt Disney's Sleeping Beauty is released. What is you, culture? It's a very different look. They needed this one badly, as they say. So they were in trouble. Pay for a park. Well, the park was doing well, but they needed they wanted they wanted to pay for more stuff in the park. This gives me the willies. No, don't let it's it. Not for it's you. It's not for you. Got Cinderella in fifty. Got this one in fifty nine. They went back to the the book of princesses. Your daughter never and saw the, the Sleeping Beauty, or I, she may have. My my father had a raging hatred of Disney. I don't know why to this that day. Is. Like hated Disney. That's pretty on brand for the way you've described your dad, though. That's not like not <laughs> I mean, shocking. I think he knew That's about the hidden. That's not something that people have. Yeah, but I think he knew about the hidden messages. Uh, my, my kids loved. Sure, loved these. Yep. He wouldn't let me watch me it. Too. You're not watching that stuff. Is but that explain some things? Walt was that, a mason? Well, or That's well. one of many things that explains a lot of different things. In so fact, you don't Matt. know, though, like the difference in, you know, like each one looks a little bit different. No, no I, you don't know. I wouldn't. So this is a woman named Mary Blair. Colors uh-huh. and Peter Ellenshaw. And, right. Yeah, you don't know. Do you have a Disney, like, movie that you enjoy? No. Animated anything? Like no. a Lion King. Lion King never oh, did? Wow. No. Never saw it. Frozen? Frozen? The Love Bug? For, I saw Frozen. Uh, great heel turn in Frozen. Saw yeah, that. Herbie, uh, the, the, <laughs> compu- the computer wore tennis shoes? No. Disney? Young Kurt Russell? No. World's greatest athlete? Nope. Huh. And handsome fellow from not, that uh, airstrike show, whatever it was. Jan Michael Vincent? Jan Michael Vincent. That's Princess right. in the, the world's nothing. greatest athlete. I, I was not allowed With, to watch uh, the wonderful... James Evans mm-hmm. as his coach. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a favorite princess? Couldn't watch that and couldn't watch the Mickey Mouse Club. Was not allowed to watch those things. Get that off my television. Son of Flubber. No interest. No, no, it wasn't allowed. Not allowed. Have you taken the kids to Disney? Swiss Family uh, oh, Robinson. Uh, I went to Disney once with you. That's that was the only time, time you the only never time took your ever, kids? My my son never had a lick of interest in Disney. You're better off. Yeah. You didn't spend all that money. 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea? Mm-hmm. It arrived back in the day. Like you that. didn't have the animated Robin Hood lunchbox? No, I did not. No, I did not. Jeez. None of that. I wonder you were the way you were. You ever watched The Wonderful World of Disney on Sunday? Wasn't allowed oh, that was the show you weren't allowed? Yeah. It was, you got to understand, too, during football season, it would come on, you know, after the late games, yeah. and sometimes, you know, dad would lose money. Yes. So it wasn't such a good time in the house. Foot through the TV. Get that blank off my television. <laughs> Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom was over, and you got to turn. You're, yeah, well, you're you got to watch something else, yeah. Huh. Not that. Uh, let's see. What else happened? Uh, Oprah celebrates a birthday today. She's 70. All right, open your boxes. Open your boxes. One, two, three. Is this before memes and gifts? Because it certainly has become a thing where everybody just says, Yeah, it was. You I, get a car. Yeah, she, copied her. She's right. worth three and a half billion dollars. All right, now do Stedman. I don't know where Stedman is. In the house. Wherever he goes. In the house. Not where he is. She's where he tells him to go. Exactly right. He's where she tells him to be. I would live in the house behind the house all day long. Yes. He just, gray tux, black tux, blue tux, red tux. What, are we going? 
Okay. When he, when she texts, talks. hey, bottle of water and some Pop-Tarts, you run in the house, you bring them, you go back to your guest house. Yep. Three and a half billion dollars. To do what, though? And I'm not picking on her. It was a great gig. She was a talk show host. But the production company. She owned it. I know. Took off, enough man. to take. But like yep. daytime TV. I mean, what was different about her show than any of them? She spoke to the middle, you know, uh, middle American housewife, middle of the country, and they fell in love with her. It's like Dr. Phil now. Yeah. And, again, an Oprah protege. Uh, 1983, on this date at the Golden Globes, the best motion picture comedy went to Tootsie. For I am not Emily Kimberly, the daughter of Dwayne and Alma Kimberly. No, I'm not. I'm Edward Kimberly, the reckless brother of my sister, Anthony. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I knew there was a reason she didn't like me. That movie is one of the greatest movies ever. You know what they also pulled Ever. off? They pulled off where it sort of ended how it was supposed to end instead yeah. of the obligatory 20 extra minutes. No, they walk off together. Yeah. Run into each other on the street. There's nothing wrong with an hour and 58 minutes. None. That's it. And even Bill Murray, who I'm not a fan of, was yeah. great in that movie. I think we're getting into a weird area here. Danny <laughs> Coleman, outstanding in everything. Yes, Nobody everything. ever mentions right. him. He was everything. good yeah. in everything. He's in. Played his role. He was about the same role in a lot of stuff. He's sort of, sort of yeah. you're not sure if you trust him. Yep. He's like your That's why it's called Tootsie, because he <laughs> called her Tootsie, and she, she <laughs> went off on him. Gary Cole. He's like... Same thing. Same Understated, thing. right? Like under, you, yep. He shows up. I'm, he's always going to be entertained. Yep. James Ingram passed away on this date. I'm going to say something. At the age I didn't of 66. Even, I didn't even know he passed. Mm-hmm. But I guess my best says here, I guess he is somewhere out there right now. I'm not gonna, yeah. I'm not gonna say that out loud. Just, oh, just, did. just rest in peace. Worth 20 million. Yeah, this will help. Does this make you this, think you're supposed to be sitting at Chastain with a glass yes. of wine? Yes. You know what it is? You know what a song like this does? Uh. This guarantees you're gonna sell out mm-hmm. the 3,000, 4,000. Every outdoor, outdoor venue, yep. June night, where you're sitting there with a picnic basket. Did he do a Disney? What? Yeah, somewhere out there, right? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who's yeah, saying Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aladdin? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Is that right, Aladdin? I, I think. I don't know. I think maybe you guys, are, you guys are the Disney. Oh, that was a whole new world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All runs together for me. This is Quincy Jones. It's got nothing to do with Disney. This is off the album The Dude. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> you know how ballsy that is? <laughs> put out an album just called The Dude. Oh, you get nominated for 80 Grammys. Yeah. But don't you think that's an inside joke that they're doing? <laughs> yeah. All right, what do you guys think? We'll call it The Dude. <laughs> they're laughing. Quincy Jones, you can do what you want. Right. And uh, Jimmy Durante passed away on the state at the age of 86 in 1980. <laughs> I was going to do the Frosty the Snowman theme, but... Good night. Good night. Pete Franklin would close every show. That's right. Back you, oh, yeah. He was a, when he was, I was a kid. Yeah. 3WE. He would close every sports talk show that he did with this song. Do you have any idea who Jimmy Durante is? Or Pete Franklin. Or Pete Franklin. About the same age. Yeah. Or James Ingram. Right. He didn't know James Ingram. Pete Franklin left Cleveland. He thought he was going to make it big at WFAN. He did. He went to the afternoon drive. I listened to it. Yeah. Didn't he, have it. He was so. an outsider. They didn't even yeah, give him a chance. Have. He had to come back. Jimmy Durante, uh, how much was he worth, did it say in there? Uh, Jimmy Durante, I do not have a worth. Curious. Or if he capitalized on this. He was, he was around for a long time. Yeah, residuals night. for Frosty. <laughs> yeah. Probably, yeah, I would think, yeah. Well, then there's some money there. Yeah. All right. Let's go. Five million, I'm being told. So Listen, it's all relative. Not bad in 1980. Oh. Oh. I want to thank Ross Tucker for joining us, Colin Madden, Taquan, uh, Derek Thomas, and Matt Lear on the other side of the glass. Enjoy the rest of your Monday. We're back tomorrow. The Mino Cellini at 11. It's the Fan 680 and 93.7 FM. 
This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Hey, sandwich lovers. Today is your lucky day. There's a whole new way to roll for lunch or dinner delight with Nucky's Hoagies in the Roswell Corners Shopping Center. Now open. Nucky's Hoagies in Roswell is family owned and operated by the subsisters, Stacy and Shannon, whose love language is food and Nucky's Hoagies, their passion. When you bite into a Nucky's Hoagie, you'll taste the difference. The softest hoagie rolls ever, along with hunger-quenching sandwich combinations. Make Nucky's Hoagies in Roswell on Woodstock Road your new favorite spot for lunch or dinner. 